0: good afternoon and welcome to sportsman colorado
1: thank you so much for being with us today what a beautiful day here in the mile high city and uh we've got a jam-packed show for you we'll get into in just a moment here but uh we are looking first of all forward to being a part of the colorado bow hunter association banquet this evening and uh, they've asked us to emcee that so we are looking forward to that and we will have A gentleman by the name of Joey Brown with us here a little bit later. And he is uh, also a CPW liaison for us with CBA. And uh, we look forward to hearing from him. And uh, Danelle Johnson or Lisa Thompson, not sure which one. They are doing some live seminars today at Cabela's and Bass Pro on Spring Turkey. And uh, they will be joining us as well. Don't forget now, the big game brochure is out and the draw is in force here. So you've got till April 5th and uh, that deadline again is 8 p.m. Remember a few years back, it used to be midnight. I mean, for a long time, it was midnight. Then it switched to eight o'clock. So don't let that catch you. Uh, Still see some posts on that usually on that deadline day. So make sure you get those in by April 5th. And uh, of course, many of you know this, but just going through a couple of things real quick. You can also correct any application up until that date of april 5th other thing a tip i'd give you make sure the credit card you have on file with cpw is not one that's expiring in june of this year we have heard some nightmare stories and if donnell joins us um she can tell one where her father uh got drawn for a moose and uh his credit card expired couldn't bill it and so <laughs> turned into a nightmare that uh, not even sure I I can't remember now how that story worked out but just make sure your credit card is in force and um, once again good luck to everyone in the draw and then our special guest host today co-host host host, Wilmore Court Davis Tent what's going on bud Hey Scott, fun to be here. Man, Man. It's fun to be anywhere, right? Man, we've been running, both of us have been running a little bit here. Yeah, been on the road a little bit.
2: It's nice to sit down here and uh, look out over the mountains and out to the west.
1: What a beautiful view. No, it is a great view here for sure. So, got a few minutes here. We're going to visit with you mostly today and then have a few guests, but kind of catch us up on what all since the first year you've been up to.
2: Yeah, it's travel season for us with all the sports shows going on. We've uh, been up to... Washington at the Washington Sportsman Show, which is just south of Seattle. Uh we went on to Portland, which is the Northwestern Sportsman Show. Great show for anybody listening that might be up there and uh I think that was February sixteenth through the twentieth. Okay. And then right after that was an was was the uh concert Western hunting and conservation show which you were
1: at. Man, I'm telling you. That was my first time i'm telling you i've never seen a show like that <laughs> it's a destination show no
2: doubt no doubt i mean if you love hunting and you love gear and everything about it and boy if you don't like rvs and boats getting away at your hunting experience or looking for sure. gear it's the place to be it's no
1: awesome. and i mean you know again shows we work with have some of these but you walk around the aisle somebody wants to sell you some lotion or something different than none of that there i mean nothing every booth there is like you say guns gear outfitters uh you know all along that line but you there are no uh really cool western style purses (laughs) no i mean like (laughs) no kidding that's
2: you know if when you're in when you're in a business that does trade shows on a regular basis you see it all you really do, and that kind of stuff, we kind of fit into this category we call trinkets and trash. I mean, it's all the cell phone cords and that kind of junk that's right. out there. I mean, you know, it just kind of gets in the it's way. It's not that we don't need
1: a cell phone cord. No, right. You just don't right. want to buy it next to the guy that's selling a moose hunt yeah. in Alaska, right? <laughs> exactly.
2: So, yeah, that that's a really unique, it's the only show I know that's that clean as far as what they do and staying on task and on message and That's the, it's really the Mule Deer Foundation's Super Bowl. Right. So
1: what are you seeing in the attitude of just people getting back out, coming to shows? Now, were any of these early on, especially still required to wear a mask in any of these? Uh, Yeah, that's
2: funny. The uh, Washington show was, in fact, the Washington show required vaccination of people that were coming in the door. They had no requirements for vendors. That was good because they wouldn't have had many vendors probably, but people walking in the door had to get, uh, had to either show a vaccination card or get vaccinated. So I think that really tamped down the number of people showing up there. It wasn't, I mean, it wasn't a bad show. It was pretty close to average as far as us right. go. Uh, Portland, the Northwest Sportsman Show, quote, had a mass mandate. <laughs> but they didn't have. I mean, <laughs> nobody mandated. <laughs> nobody it was uh, going to enforce that. I mean, unless the health department was going to walk in and sure. start cuffing people or something. So right. that lasted about ten minutes. I mean, not the people. A few people here and there. You know, maybe two, three percent of people wore masks. That's fine. People can wear masks whenever they want to. I mm-hmm. have zero problem with that. Right. So, uh, but yeah, it hasn't been. You know, and, and you know, it's great. Obviously, that Denver's coming up here later because that sure. won't be a masked event. You know technically right after the western hunting and conservation show we went to central oregon uh redmond which is just north of bend and they would have technically had a mask mandate for like two days of that show and then their mask mandate went off (laughs) that's what drives me crazy okay
1: we're in trouble now we're safe
2: yeah right so it's uh that's kind of yeah whatever i mean at this point you just kind of go with it and uh the, the biggest thing that you're seeing today is there's not as many vendors at the shows. Okay. Uh, I'm not saying that that's going to uh, make the experience, you know, somehow lesser. There's just lesser numbers. Like,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know, in, in uh, Portland, if they normally had 600, there might have been 450. Okay. They do a really good job of filling in that space. And, sure. Uh, the attendance was great in Portland. The attendance was really terrific in uh, Central Oregon. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, and you'll see that at Denver too. There'll be you might not even notice it to be honest mm-hmm. with you. I mean, they'll make things look like normal, and they really come off that way. I honestly, as somebody that does shows, I see the little things, but I don't think as a general attendee you'd really
1: notice the difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. absolutely. Again, Will Marcourt is with us, owner of Davis Tent, and um, so when. <laughs> You know what, what was cool about hanging around there? Because I was trying to get uh, Chris and Taylor on a few times to do an interview with them. Right. But man, they were so busy there. I almost didn't get them, I think, to the last day. And it was an interview. But just watching around there and listening, there's three groups kind of that I saw walk up a lot. Some where most, I have to say, were already Davis Tent owners and just walked up just to share stories and, or, and how good, how happy they were, that kind of thing. Yep. Then there were others that hey, I've looked at you guys every year, and now I'm doing it, you know. That's the truth. <laughs> and, and probably I would say 15% walked up and just said, hey, thinking about a 10, you know? and, and I could right. tell they weren't familiar with Davis' 10, but that was a very low percentage, you know. Right. Most had it or been looking at it for a few years, and now they're getting it.
2: And yeah, that's for sure. We see tons of uh, – what you just described, that was wildly accurate. I mean, as mm-hmm. far as what we see at shows. I mean, we we do shows – we're really successful selling tents at shows, so it's it's a thing. I'm not downplaying that, but on the other hand, you know, going to if you, if you think about our business, we're even though Colorado is our top state and our favorite spot in the world, it it represents you know 16 17 percent of our business. Sure. And so, if if you think about that, well, Colorado people are the only people that we normally see then, and so all of our other customers are online or calling us on the phone and so on, and so. It's really a chance to, Mm -hmm. you know, for people to put a face, you know, with Davis Tent and not just have it be an online experience or a phone experience
1: or whatever. And so it's super cool for us to be out, you
2: know, at those events.
1: We love it. I was emceeing last week, last Saturday, the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation Denver chapter, and they had a a tent set outside. And, uh, man, I tell you, the bidding was heavy and wild there for a while and then the gentleman won it and and then yeah. what was cool you know they actually uh, asked me to uh tell the person who wanted to step out back and the, your guys were going to take them at, show them how to take it down show them yeah. how to put it up and that was cool because a lot of times you don't get that and yeah but, but it just showed yeah. kind of that extra step of service that you guys wanted to do that with the client and uh make them comfortable with what they had gotten
2: yeah whether whether they're buying a tent from us or picking one up at a at an event it doesn't matter i mean we want people to have great experiences with you know the products that we offer and uh yeah and be able to tell their friends you know what their experience was with us and, sure. and that's it it literally doesn't matter to us people call us constant. i mean we donate so much gear to outdoor organizations and wounded veteran organizations that people are constantly mm-hmm. calling us and saying hey, I got this piece of gear, I got this tent, or whatnot at the show, and we help them through it just like we help everybody else. Yeah, cool. So.
1: You're listening to Sportsman of Colorado. We've got a jam-packed show for you today, and, uh, again, we th- appreciate you listening. By the way, if you miss any of our shows, you can go to our website, sportsmanofcolorado.com, click on Podcast. Our podcasts are brought to you by Davis Tent, and you can listen to any of those there, and we'd appreciate it. And I'll tell you what, we'll give away a pair of tickets here to the International Sportsman's Expo. By Davis Tent. That is sponsored by Davis Tent. So here's what we're going to do. Phone lines get kind of jammed. First person to text me, 720 201 8585. And uh, just give me your name and then I will call you after the show and I will get those to you and make arrangements. So 720 201 8585. And again, this is our Saturday live show, 1 to 2. From Davis Tent, we'll give away two tickets to the International Sportsman's Expo coming up here March twenty fourth through the twenty-seventh. We've got to take a quick break and we'll be back with more right after this.
3: The physical injuries, emotional damage, and economic damages of your case should be accounted for, and sometimes that means going to trial. Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law is willing to go to court for your personal injury case at no additional cost. Other personal injury attorneys will expect extra money when they take your case to trial. In some cases, they won't do the extra work at all. You deserve an attorney who will get you adequate compensation. He will do his best to get you the fair value of your case and will even take it to trial if necessary. Kevin Flesh with Beck Law works on a contingency rather than a retainer. That means they get paid once you get the money and take the same percentage whether you take the money or not. Kevin Flesh wants more for you. Set up a free consultation with personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh. To get the legal guidance you deserve, call 303-806-8886. That's 303-806-8886.
1: pet portal. Plus, don't forget to read their blogs at LoneTreeVet.com. Do you take your dog on hikes? Check out hiking the trail safely with your dog. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they believe all pets deserve to have a good life. Call today 303-708-8050 or check them out LoneTreeVet.com.
0: The Laramie County Sportsman's Expo, presented by Bish's RV, is coming to the Event Center at Archer April 1st through the 3rd. Whether you're an enthusiast or new to the trail, come meet the experts and test the gear for your next adventure. There's something for everyone with interactive educational stations and a kid's zone. Be sure to enter for your chance to win a $1,000 adventure package from Jack's Outdoor Gear. Admission and parking are free. Explore the Laramie County Sportsman's Expo, Friday, April 1st, 1 to 7, Saturday, 9 to 4, and Sunday, 9 to 2. Visit
4: LaramieCountyEvents.com for full details. This is Hal Van Herkey with Castlegate Knife and Tool. We are the largest specialty knife store in the Rockies and we have been a family owned and operated business since 2015. We're located just outside of Castle Rock, Colorado and we are an easy drive from Denver and other surrounding areas. We proudly carry brands such as Microtech, White River, Medford, Heretic, Benchmade, Spartan, KBOR and so much more. We also have a full room dedicated to all things camp and kitchen. Whatever your knife, blade, or tools might be, we have you covered. Check us out online at castlegate.com. Sign up for our newsletter and be sure to follow us on your favorite social platforms such as Facebook or Instagram. We are proud to be America's knife source. Be sure to stop by our store and check us out and bring your knife with you. We can sharpen just about any dull blade you might have. Until then, stay sharp and we look forward to seeing you at Castlegate Knife and Tool.
3: Discover your next adventure, buy the latest gear, and meet the pros at the International Sportsman's Expo. Explore your life outdoors, March 24th through 27th at the Colorado Convention Center. More info at sportsexpos.com. Rush to Reason with John Rush. Weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560.
1: Welcome back to Sportsman Colorado. Again, if you're just joining us, Wilmore Court is with us, owner of Davis Tent. And as I mentioned, our podcast are brought to you by Davis Tent. And again, great, great family owned and operated and uh, made in the good old USA. That's, yeah, baby. We're, we're proud of that for sure. And uh, what's your address now, Will, with uh, the move?
2: Yeah, forty-two thirty Broadway. So the one thing that I want everybody to know about that, if you come out of downtown, it's that part of Broadway is not an extension of Broadway. <laughs> and so people will call me and they're like, "I'm on Brighton Boulevard North." Of. Yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's a little niche uh, south of I seventy and uh, east of I twenty-five. There's a hot tub company over there, but the Cooler Company, and there's an insulation. I mean. You'd recognize those companies probably, but it's a little niche kind of that runs uh, north of 38th, kind of out of the east side of North Downtown.
1: Okay, and also, uh, Outdoors Geek is there as well. Yep, right next to us. Talk a few minutes about what you offer there.
2: Yeah, right on. We're uh, there at 4220 Broadway, so same building, different door. Uh, We're a rental camping equipment company. Uh, We also do glamping events across the country for. uh, like mobile glamping, like they'll leave for Coachella to do all their glamping tents, uh, which, for those of you who don't know, is a big, hugely successful music f- festival in Southern California. It's actually in uh Palm Springs, Palm Desert area. Uh, and so, but the, the core of their business, from a local standpoint, is uh, outdoor uh, rental equipment. So it's backpack, it's tents, uh, top-of-the-line gear, Big Agnes, North Face, Marmot, so if you need a tent, a backpack, uh, sleeping bags, sleeping pads, anything you can pretty much think of. We rent it at Outdoors Geek and it's uh and that's yeah. locally
1: here or a, if someone's going somewhere else, you can ship it to a hotel for them.
2: Yeah, thanks. Right. We can uh, you can pick up in town, but if you're going, let's say you're going to the Smoky Mountains and you got a first night hotel, you're flying in, we'll uh deliver it. We can ship it to the first night hotel. The box will be for be there when you get there and uh, there'll be a return label inside so you use the gear, save the box when you're done, throw it dirty back in the box, back to us and we'll clean it up and make it better so it's a easy process uh, whether you're picking up and going to Yellowstone or you'd rather us uh, ship it somewhere, no problem well,
1: OutdoorsGeek.com yeah. Alright, cool Alright, now, during the break there I gave away a pair of tickets you go, hey, let's give away something else so, what would you like to give away?
2: <laughs> yeah, well, we, we have a a brand new product uh, called our sleeping bag cover. Uh, pretty fancy name, like we put on most of our most of our stuff, but uh, definitely describes what it is. It's a 10-ounce canvas, uh, water mildew-treated uh, product with two zippers, so your sleeping bag goes right inside. If you buy a sleeping pad from us or you have a sleeping pad, there's also a little pocket to keep the sleeping pad in place. So the nice thing about two zippers is you can, you know, you can use it, you know, sleeping bags are usually a left zip or a right zip. And this allows you to pull the whole thing down or get in either side easily. So the reason we made that product was that we've sold uh, tons and tons of cowboy bedrolls to hunters who use it as a sleeping bag cover to protect and keep their sleeping bag cover clean. And it adds maybe 10 degrees to their uh, rating, uh, their warmth rating of their bag. So we thought... You know, a cowboy bedroll, if you're going to use it as a sleeping bag cover, is a 17-foot-long piece of canvas. So it's kind of an (laughs) unruly piece of equipment just as a sleeping bag cover. So, yeah, we're making a really neat sleeping bag cover. Uh, They've sold really well. We do have them in stock. So, yeah, let's give give one of those away. If somebody would rather have a cowboy bedroll, just in case, I'll make it either a sleeping bag cover or a 10-ounce cowboy bedroll. And you can just stop by our shop and pick it up whenever you want. Or if that
1: doesn't work for you ever, we'll ship it to you. All right. Now, should we have the first person text me so you don't have 10 people show up? Or? Probably better have the first person <laughs> that texts you. All right. That sounds so great. the first person that text me once again, uh, and we thank Will for that. 720. 720- Two zero one eight five eight five. Then we'll get together and hey, we'll meet over at Will's. Introduce you personally too. Uh, but uh, again, the number seven two zero two zero one eighty five eighty five for the sleeping bag cover from Davis Tent. All right. So uh, what's kind of new this year? I mean, good night. We look at the last two years. Lord mercy. Yeah. But you know what? Many businesses crashed and <clears throat> burned, unfortunately, which is super super sad some businesses went through the roof davis tent was blessed through the pandemic big time All you guys were really busy yeah but uh what's kind of new that you're working on now and, and maybe some new things that people hadn't heard about in the last couple of years
2: yeah well i'll tell you one thing we're working on our production facility <laughs> so we can produce as much product as possible because we've been fortunate enough that that's how much we can sell is as much as we can possibly produce and so that's a that's a really big focus for us. Uh, sleeping bag covers are new, um, so many people probably don't know about those. Uh, for those that don't know, in the last uh, year and a half, we rolled out a mini wall tent called a go tent. In fact, uh, we donated one to Colorado Bow Hunters Association, and so they'll have one in some kind of—they'll give it away in some kind of fashion tonight, whether it's a raffle, a silent auction, or I think it's some kind of a game that they're doing with it. So you can see that tent set up there, but— Super cool product. Uh, I timed myself the second time I had set it up. I was out in the field uh, archery hunting and it took me 18 minutes to set up. Uh, it's about a 10 minute takedown, and I'm talking about with one guy. So super simple. It's only got 34 inch side walls, but it's got a 6 7 peak height uh, clearance inside. So you can walk right down the middle just like you can a normal wall tent but it's a great tent for either solo or two guys that's how i okay. hunt a lot a lot of guys are doing that today you know a lot of guys in you know maybe in their 30s and uh get out for two or three days at a time and do an antelope hunt a turkey hunt or an archery hunt or whatever it is and this little tent is really nice because it's everything you need it's super easy to heat and with, with, with no stove, if you're in warm weather, you can sleep three people in it. When I say three people, I'm talking about on cots because a 10 by 10 tent would be rated by the tenting industry as a six-person tent. Sure. If you're sleeping on the floor, which is a lot of people in it,
1: <laughs> I, I would
2: say four people. An <laughs> Outdoors Geek, that's how okay. we market six-person okay. tents as four-person tents because that's what they really are. Uh, but anyway, you know, you, you're, it could be a, a small family tent, uh, a 10 by 10, or, or what's in, a, in the in the tenting industry. That's a big tent, you know, in the camping tent industry. So, super neat product, easy to easy to set up, and uh, that's been that's been something that's been great for us. And you know, on a completely separate track, we uh, rolled out baffles for our stove and these baffles fit right into the stovepipe receiver there's some differences how you might use them if you don't have a davis tent stove Mm -hmm. but uh, they can generally be adapted and we can help you with that but we make uh, they're called the sleep more mini and the sleep more max and it's because they add about 20 percent more efficiency to your stove so that's uh, cut less firewood that's get more sleep you know stoke the fire less often Uh, and the neat thing about it beyond that core principle that we were after is that because it's stopping the flame from going straight up the pipe it actually uh, burns the particles and gases in the cylinder while it's still down inside the cylinder and those don't escape up the pipe which means that there's very few sparks that ever even get to the spark arrester which means your spark arrester will last two two and a half times longer between cleanings which is a a problem especially in really cold weather Sure. so it's it's really a, a home run kind of product that I, my biggest fear was people wouldn't understand it and, and get it and it turned out that i was wrong people did understand it and get it and we've just about made them as fast as we can wow
1: yeah. i want to thank ken for listening ken you won the tickets to the international sportsman's expo and uh i guess it's a day for names to rhyme but win ken won win won. all right so win <laughs> You won the sleeping bag cover from David's Tent, and I'll uh, call you guys after the show and uh, get you some information, so appreciate awesome. that. Um, you know, sometimes you, th- you think of everything comes with a to-do list of things to do with the product, but what are some things that you just say, when you start talking about the heater and stuff, man, you kind of hear some stories sometimes where guys try to do different things in a tent that right. you just shouldn't do. Yeah. What's a couple of those, don't do this,
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, you know, I I think the thing that makes me most nervous is propane, non-vented propane heating in a tent. And I know that there's probably people out there shaking their head right now and saying, I do it all the time. I understand there's products out there like the uh, little buddy heaters and big buddy heaters or whatnot that do have a low oxygen shutoff on them. But what I would encourage people to do, you know, instead of, you know, changing what you do because of what I'm saying, if it's working for you... I just would like everybody that's using propane in a tent to take a $60 uh, CO2 detector with a sealed 10-year lithium battery in it, so you're okay. not going to have to buy it all the time, and, you know, just hang that at the sleeping level in a tent because, you know, it's, it wouldn't be—little buddy oxygen sensors have failed before. Uh, not often, but it's happened. Uh, you know, we have customers at our corners and what, you know, they tell us is that the problem, you know, in a tent kind of environment with using especially other types of non, you know, oxygen cutoff sensor mm-hmm. devices is that they might work for somebody for many years and then the atmospheric conditions will be different. And all of a sudden that tent doesn't have the breathability that our tents normally have. And whether that's ice buildup or, or something else, I don't, I don't know. But, It's such a bad potential outcome. Sure. You know, the only people that are found dead in tents are people that have used are using propane or Mm -hmm. trailers. I mean so I'm not trying to, you know, (laughs) absolutely, you know, drop the bomb. I'm just saying, hey, we want everybody to be safe. And, you know, for those reasons we don't recommend it. I mean, just purely from a liability standpoint. Sure. But if you're gonna do something like that, you know, please take the precautions for you and your family mm-hmm. to avoid some wild, unlikely, sure. but obviously something that would be a tragic event. You know, what happens is, it, it the, the difference is with propane and, and smoke or heat is that you never wake up if it goes wrong with propane. You mm-hmm. go peacefully into the afterlife. Right. With smoke, uh, unless you are, I mean, on drugs or just <laughs> so so inebriated Mm -hmm. your esophagus is so irritated by smoke that you wake up and so nobody a coroner would tell you nobody dies in their bed of smoke inhalation unless there's some other contributing factor yep that makes sense and so uh you know yeah it might be really uncomfortable if you fill your tent with smoke i've done it before it is uncomfortable but uh it's not going to kill you yeah that's the (laughs) that's the bottom line so Buy a CO2 detector, hang it at your head level or your sleeping level, you know, two feet off the ground or whatever,
1: and just be safe. Cool. davistent.com. Again, follow them on social media as well. They do a fantastic job on Facebook, Instagram, and all the other things out there. If it's on social media, davistent is there. So follow them there as well. we got to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more with Will right after this.
5: Are you in the market for a new firearm or maybe looking to purchase your very first firearm? Well, wouldn't it be great to have an experience worth telling your friends and family about while making such an important purchase? At Bighorn Firearms, we know how important that is, and it's our mission to provide this experience to every customer that walks through our front door. Hi, I'm Ryan, owner of Bighorn Firearms, located in Southeast Denver, and my team and I are customers too. We know what it's like to experience the typical specialty store attitude, and we believe everyone deserves a first-class experience when purchasing a firearm. If you're searching for friendly service, a knowledgeable and passionate staff, and a great selection of firearms, we'd like to invite you to Denver's best independent gun store, Bighorn Firearms, one mile east of Evans and I-25. Whether it's your first gun or you've been collecting for years, our friendly and knowledgeable staff are passionate about answering all of your questions. We believe purchasing a firearm should never be intimidating, uncomfortable, or even inconvenient. We love working with first-time gun buyers because we understand that buying your first gun is a big decision. We're here to provide you the knowledge and confidence you need to purchase the right firearm the first time. If you're in the market for a hunting rifle or shotgun, concealed carry pistol, home defense shotgun, something tactical, military surplus, antique, or something truly unique for your collection, at Bighorn Firearms, we have got you covered. We buy, sell, trade, and even offer consignment. Whether it's a single firearm, a large gun collection, or an entire estate that needs to be evaluated, we're here to help. Bighorn Firearms offers an excellent selection of premium parts to complete your custom AR-15 build as well as a wide range of accessories, ammunition, cleaning supplies, optics, holsters, specialty gear, firearms instruction, silencers, on-site NFA fingerprinting, transfers, shipping, and on-site gunsmithing including repairs, maintenance, custom laser engraving, custom coatings, slide cuts, and optic mounting just to name a few. So come check us out and see what the Bighorn experience is all about. Service and selection is our commitment to you. That's Bighorn Firearms, located at 2175 South Jasmine Street, Suite 105, Denver. Call us now, 303-758-9423, or shop online, bighornusa.com.
1: Now's the time to save at the Outdoorsman's Attic. Here are just a few of the discounts you will find. All fishing gear and sleeping bags, 30% off. All Sitka gear and packs, 25% off. Gun accessories, decoys, archery, selected optics, all 20% off. And if you've got some camping, hunting, fishing gear you want to turn into cash, take it to the outdoorsman's attic. Shop now, save now at The Outdoorsman's Attic, 2650 West Hampton in Sheridan. Family owned and operated. Great gear, great service, all at The Outdoorsman's Attic. Pay the least. Chevy. Find new roads. For over eight years, you've been hearing me talk about Phoenix Weaponry in Berthard. Hey, this is Scott Watley, your host of Sportsman of Colorado, here once again to tell you why Phoenix Weaponry should be your choice to build your new custom firearm. Phoenix Weaponry is a custom firearms manufacturer. With a combined experience of over 45 years, the Phoenix family can master even the most unique idea. Phoenix Weaponry manufactures a precision custom parts for ARs and builds custom precision rifles as well as a full line of pistol shotgun and rifle suppressors whether you're an experienced connoisseur or a new enthusiast let phoenix weaponry build you a dream rifle or a range blaster phoenix weaponry is your one-stop shop for all of your firearm needs owner aaron casey says our attention to detail and one-on-one customer service sets us apart from our competition do it yourself or complete bills at phoenix weaponry They're there to help you build your dream gun. Call them today, 720-340-2496. If you can dream it, Phoenix Weaponry can build it. 720-340-2496. Or check them out at phoenixweaponry.com.
3: Your life outdoors at the International Sportsman's Expo, March 24th through 27th at the Colorado Convention Center. More info at sportsexpos.com. Rush to Reason with John Rush. Weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560.
1: Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado. If you're just joining us, Will Court is with us. Davis Tent, davistent.com. All right, we're going to go to the phones now. As I mentioned earlier, we will be, and Will will be there as well tonight, uh, and a whole bunch of other folks at the Colorado Bowhunter Association Banquet. And uh, Joey Brown was with us several weeks ago when we were all talking about archery hunters being required to wear orange, and thankfully uh, we won that. And Joey, thanks for being back with us. How are you, bud?
6: Wow, doing well. Busy, busy,
1: but... uh... Happy to be on the show. Hey, man, we appreciate it. So I know you guys had some things going on last night. You've kind of had seminars going along all day today. So kind of fill us in on uh, what all's happened here over the last 24 hours.
6: Yeah, yeah. Last night we had a roundtable where we brainstormed and uh, talked to the members about what some of the bigger issues are that they're looking at or worried about or anticipating in the future. Uh, Had a little happy hour. And then today we've had seminars all day. Um, we're talking a sold-out event. We should have 320 people here, um, but a lot of vendor booths set them up. I'm actually standing right next to Taylor Raymond, looking at some nice Davis canvas. You are ah, huh?
1: good. Tell him to give you a deal on something here. You'll get the sportsman of Colorado discount today.
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Scott says to give me two 14 by 16s for free. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Who wouldn't uh, want that? Yeah,
6: <laughs> yeah, yeah. but, um, yeah, I mean, there's a big game display. I don't even want to try and count all the animals. There's got to be 50 animals, <laughs> bunch of pronghorns, moss milk. elk, right. a bunch of raffles and games we're doing tonight. It should be a good time. Good deal.
2: I was by there yesterday afternoon with Taylor, and, man, that banquet hall looks spectacular. I mean, and it was not even fully formed yet. It looks like you guys <laughs> got a great setup there.
6: Yeah, yeah, a lot of hard work, a lot of volunteers. I mean, anybody in the CBA who's volunteering, like, you know, hats off to them. Because it takes a lot of work and effort to get here. But, the, uh, like, everybody who shows up is very appreciative. Sometimes you got to wait a little bit to get your pat on the back. But we're getting a lot of pats on the back here today, which is exciting. Sure.
1: Now, when you were in before, um, you work with CPW, liaison there. So kind of explain that role. And uh, kind of what that means for us, uh, for folks that you're you're trying to be intervening for us.
6: Yeah, yeah, it's um it's been a long line of really great people, and I'm kind of stepping in uh, for about the last two years almost. Um, but what the role is is, I work with CPW, the commission, the regional managers, really anybody and everybody who we need to uh, as issues come up or to work to try and get CBA uh, volunteers onto conservation projects or parks cleanups or whatever it is. But I'm kind of the ambassador between the CBA and most things Colorado Parks and Wildlife.
1: Gotcha.
2: So when uh, – I was thinking about the hunting season and, and the, the issue that had come up about, you know, with orange and what they're going to do with muzzleloader season – what, and and I think that you guys have brought up one of the key points that I've been concerned about is, you know, how, are they going to try to separate the seasons by shortening the archery season? I mean, I, I think the obvious thing to me, at least from my viewpoint, is to not do anything. But is there an alternative that, we, that you as an archer or Colorado uh, – bow hunters association would support
6: yeah i mean so uh without taking 20 minutes to answer one question um like so the the orange piece came up as a safety concern after what happened down in dolores county last year right um one of the you know one of the proposals was split the seasons make people wear orange. There were four different options. What they did is they tabled it and they said, We're gonna try and discuss it and solve it during the next five year planning structure. Um, and they've actually started the the public outreach process. I wanna say they just sent out six thousand emails, three thousand to in state, three thousand to out of state, with a whole pile of questions on crowding, uh, archery orange, archery pink, you know, trying to get a Uh, a pulse check for what they should be looking at in the next five-year planning process. That was CPW. Uh, And then the CBA, we're going to do the same and pull our membership on the same types of questions to find out where we stand as an organization and what we could support and then get in the room and get in the conversation with CPW to make our opinions known and heard. And it's really a collaborative process to find out what the options are from a biological standpoint. Like, you know, we can't change seasons without having the harvest data on our end. We don't want to recommend things that would, you know, blow up all that work. Mm -hmm. But we do have some, like some of the social pieces, like the timing of a season maybe, or, you know, when it opens uh, every year, like we changed a couple years ago when it used to open the last, what, Saturday in August every single year. Um, so, like looking at some of those things that don't quite impact the full-on management of a herd or a species, more the social factors.
2: Well, along those same lines, Joey, when this kind of stuff comes up, what can the what it what can the a- average hunter do out there to make a difference?
6: Yeah, it's a good question. Anywhere that you can uh, get your voice heard. Um, would be one of the best ways to do it or to even volunteer to help. So we sent out a survey when the, when the archery orange piece first came up and we got 11,000 people to respond back a whole, like members, non-members of the CBA, but we sent it out over social media, just trying to cast a big, huge net. And I think it worked like 11,000 responders. When last year we sold like 53 or 54,000 archery tags in the state of Colorado. It's a pretty good percentage.
2: That's awesome. But
6: join, join an organization so you're keyed into that pipeline of information. So that anytime, time, you know, one of our partner organizations, Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation, whoever it is, any time somebody sends out a survey, go participate in it. You may not think that your one little vote or response counts, but when everybody does it and you tell three friends to do it and you tell three more friends to join an organization, then you're talking a real impact. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Joey Brown is our guest. Says, Joey, here's one thing that, you know, and again, that just not knowing the process, but it seems like, you know, I'll get emails like the day before, and it'll say, hey, everybody, there's this meeting tomorrow at noon, and da 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 and, you know, need everybody to attend or everybody to do something. And I'm like, dude, that's tomorrow, you know? <laughs> now, is that lack of planning on on – whatever our part is, or is that how CPW, uh, some of these things just kind of come up on a a ballot or whatever the case may be where we don't really have much notice.
6: Yeah. Sometimes there's not, there's not notice. Like when the, when the piece back in, um, man, I'm going to mess this up. You'll have to edit me out. (laughs) That's Uh, all right. (laughs) Uh, you know, uh, two commission meetings ago, there's always a deadline for public comment if you want to send it directly to the Parks and Wildlife Commission. Mm-hmm. And it was like the agenda and everything was posted maybe Thursday afternoon and then that Friday was a holiday or, or maybe Wednesday night and then Thursday was a holiday and then everything was due by Friday at noon. So You're talking only a few business hours where you had the, like the general public who gets the emails from Colorado Parks and Wildlife. You only had a few business hours to respond to that and get it in officially. So then what the CBA did was we sent out another email and survey to try and get anybody who might have missed that short little window. We wanted to have their voice heard as well. Yeah. Um, so there can be some weird timing with like, you know, just based on the calendar month when things get posted in the agenda for the commission, but you can't blame any of them for that. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, for us, we're always trying to be more organized. I think we've come a long way in the last three, four, five years. Um, but you're you're still talking to a bunch of volunteers. We don't have a, anybody paid at the CBA, so if we if we sure. send out an no, I get out, it. I'll, no, we'll and
1: Will Will and I have talked lot for a couple of years department. on on this fact of where, you know, don't know exactly how to go about it, but. A united vo- sportsman, outdoorsman voice, so to speak, where, you know, we get these group. Like the other day when they were doing the Mountain Lion, Bobcat thing, all that, you know. I mean, I got a letter, I mean, an email from NWTF that said, hey, make sure you make a call on this. And that was cool to me, you know, because here was another organization that's about turkeys, but yet they sent an email to put out an alert about it, so... Man, I just wish we could get all these different great, great because they're all individually great groups. But man, I wish we could all just get some kind of united voice to just help whenever something's going on. Because all the other side that it's against us, so to speak. And when I want to say against us. I just mean outdoors, hunting, guns, whatever the case may be. You know, they are very well unified. They are very well funded, and they are very well organized, aren't they?
6: Oh yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you what, um, we so. I need to do a little bit more reading and digging on it, Uh, but the CWCP, the Colorado Wildlife Conservation Partnership, I believe is what the acronym stands for, was formed pretty recently, and it's exactly what you just described. It's a a group of Colorado or national conservation groups, hunters groups, et cetera, that have banded together to come uh, and have a unified approach. So I think one of the ideas is if we can get, everybody in the room. So for instance, if we're going to move muzzleloader um, out of the, out of September and split our tree or whatever, it'd be much better for us to chat with the muzzleloader association, we come to an agreement there that then gets presented to the commission so that we're not having these discussions in front of the commission or with the commission. It's Hey, as sportsmen, no matter, or sportswomen, no matter what we want to do or what we like to do, let's all have our conversation first and then let's take that to the commission so mm-hmm. that we are unified. Um, and I'm, it's, I'm pretty excited about it. Like I said, it's so new, I can't even remember if I just told you the right acronym. <laughs> that's
1: okay. Um, <laughs> but, hey, at least, uh, at least we're working yeah. on something. That's cool.
6: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yep. No, that's, that's exactly what I've been hoping for is, you know, something that is this place that, you know, maybe has uh, the ear of, organizations like colorado bow hunters association and and all the others that the wider hunting community might be part of you know that's more or less a clearinghouse Mm -hmm. for these issues and a communication point i think that would be wonderful yep yep
1: absolutely well joey hey man i know you guys are busy there we look forward to being down there in a few hours uh here for our banquet and um and did i see jace was the keynote speaker there tonight
6: yeah, yeah, Jace Bouserman. Uh He'll be on, uh, I think, around 6.30 doing a little motivational hoorah okay. keynote presentation for us.
1: All right, good deal, man. Well, we're looking forward to being down there. Thanks for taking a few minutes. I know you guys are busy there to be with us here today on Sportsman of Colorado. We appreciate it.
6: Yes, sir. Thanks for having me on. See you okay.
1: Soon. All right. Once again. Ken won the tickets to the International Sportsman's Expo. Now, our show replays twice on Sundays. You'll hear from 8 to 9 in the morning, 7 to 8 at night. So we did have our winner here on our live show Saturday. And Wynn won the sleeping bag cover. I did receive a few texts. I want to get in the drawing to win a tent. We didn't offer a tent yet, but I'll work on Will. All right? <laughs> so <laughs> we'll see what we can come up with one day here for a special show.
2: Hey, there's all kinds of, you know, uh, banquets, whether it's uh, Pike's Peak. Exactly. Uh, coming
1: up, I think, in April. Well, And I know I know RMEF. Castle Rock, RMEF, is April 30th, and thanks for mentioning that. Yeah, so that you can get tickets for that one. And uh, all you can do is go to rmef.org, and um, you can click on Events, Click on Colorado, of course. You'll find the Castle Rock Chapter, and that will give you all the information about tickets there and even a a lady to call and a phone number to get tickets. But you can get them online. So, rmef.org, go to events, click on Colorado, look for the Castle Rock Chapter, and you can get tickets. And I know that banquet is April 30th because we will be there. We got to take our last break, and we'll be back with more right after this.
5: Riding an e bike will make you feel like a kid again. Just try it. Hi, I'm Randy Currancy, founder of eBike of Colorado. E-bikes are a fun way to ride the trails. Pedal Assist technology flattens the steepest hills. We have 14 major brands to choose from, and our expert staff will find you the perfect bike. Come take a free test ride at eBike of Colorado in downtown Louisville next to the historic Grain Elevator. Open seven days a week from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Learn more at eBikeofColorado.com. Just try it. Now's
1: the time to get your vehicle into our friends at d d Tire and take advantage of the winter car care package for only $44.95. You'll receive a lube, oil change, and filter. They'll top off all your fluids. Also included is a full visual inspection of your vehicle. And at d d Tire, they care about your safety, so they'll rotate your tires and check your tread depth. They'll also inspect all the belts and hoses, again, for only $44.95. It's the winter car care package at dnd tire three locations to serve you two in aurora and one in parker dnd tire is family owned and operated and they'll take care of your car like you're a member of the family dndtireservice.com
0: hi this is chris kane with 303roofer.com if you're looking to put on a new roof because of hail, give us a call at 303-390-1382 We'll give you a cash price, which means you'll most likely get to keep some of your insurance money instead of giving it to us. It's your money, we know that, and we'll price the work accordingly. So give us a call today, 303-390-1382, or go to our website, 303roofer.com. The Laramie County Sportsman's Expo presented by Bish's RV is coming to the event center at Archer April 1st through the 3rd. Whether you're an enthusiast or new to the trail, come meet the experts and test the gear for your next adventure. There's something for everyone with interactive educational stations and a kid's zone. Be sure to enter for your chance to win a $1,000 adventure package from Jack's Outdoor Gear. Admission and parking are free. Explore the Laramie County Sportsman's Expo, Friday, April 1st, 1 to 7, Saturday, 9 to 4, and Sunday, 9 to 2. Visit LaramieCountyEvents.com for full details.
1: We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference.
3: Get $3 off coupons at O'Reilly Auto Parts stores and wherever fishing and hunting licenses are sold. Visit sportsexpos.com for locations and event info. Your life outdoors at the International Sportsman's Expo, March 24th through 27th. Rush to Reason with John Rush. Weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560.
1: Welcome back. A few more minutes here with our guest, Will Moore Court. And we want to thank you for being with us once again. We'll just say today's show is flat. Brought to you by Davis Tent. All right, so davis.tent.com, and we appreciate Will's support. Also, check out the Outdoors Geek. And if you missed that segment at the beginning, uh, this is a place you can get all your camping gear that you need to just by rental. You can pick it up local here. If you're going to be going to another state and you want to get it, oh, excuse me, <coughs> if you want to get it uh, picked up. Um, and sent to a hotel or another address in another state and you're going to go camping there uh, you can do all that but it's outdoorsgeek.com they can help you out just let, let just mention sportsman of colorado when you call them and we would appreciate that as well and i just want to mention this again because our show replays on sundays ken won our tickets to the international sportsman's expo and win won the sleeping bag cover but Maybe throughout the year from time to time, uh, we'll do something else with Davis Tent here. and We appreciate all the text, and um, as they say, thanks for playing. Uh, <laughs> better luck next time, but we appreciate it very, very much. So, Will, I'll uh, tell you, now's the time. If people are thinking about getting a tent. Now's the time to be talking to you guys.
2: Oh, yeah, big time. You know, because the sportsman specials are going on right now, sports show specials, right. uh, they'll run through the end of the uh, Denver show uh so that's the 27th of march so you still got uh what nine days here or whatever to pick a eight nine days whatever that is to pick up a tent you'll save a couple hundred bucks it's our best best uh, special of the year the other thing to keep in mind is that you know we figured out how to make about 80 percent more tents than we could in 2019 but you know we're still out probably 12 weeks maybe even pushing a little bit on that right now and so don't wait till don't wait till september yeah Uh, pick something up or get us something in process now and uh, yeah we just want to make sure that you have what you need and yeah
1: yeah so what are a few of the accessories that you guys offer that maybe you're sitting down you know i'm sitting there with you i buy a tent you mentioned a few things i think no i don't need that and next thing you know in four weeks they come back and go yeah i need that What are a few accessories you don't have to get with it, but you should? Yeah, I mean,
2: I love our – we we have some hooks that we make for tent frames, and those hooks you can dry – they function basically as hooks to dry your coat, your boots, your pants on. You know, if people finally buy some hooks or they finally come around to seeing the hooks, and they'll buy three of them because we sell them in threes, and then they'll come back next year and buy six more. I mean, they're so dang handy to hang on a on mm-hmm. a wall tent frame, whether it's your uh, lights you're hanging or maybe a beanie and a headlamp next to your <laughs> cot. Uh, so those hooks are, you know, but they're not very expensive. We make two different ones. The less expensive one is probably I think the most utilitarian one. Those are three for twelve bucks. So. Small organizers, those are great for over a cot. Just a personal organizer, so you can have your things that you want in the morning all laid out and ready to go, because you know you've got limited space typically in a wall tent. Uh, so those are two things. Another product that a newer a new product that we rolled out are called secure stakes. They're a angled stake that it just gathers more ground than our typical you know big 12 inch nail or 10 inch nail would they're great for guy lines so you know you can hook yourself up for a tent for you know 40 50 bucks and get what you need and you'll be glad to have those stakes it's not that our other stakes don't work but these yeah. are just they, they they also you know if you get frustrated with other stakes because they the guy lines come off or something these very securely hold that rope onto that guy line so it
1: takes away that frustration mm-hmm. and you take would you say the 14 by 16 kind of the most popular it is the most softness. common size tent we make And so for the first time, is it it usually a two-guy setup? I mean, and I realize you can probably do one by yourself. Yeah, I
2: can, Uh, and I do them at shows all the time. Uh, People ask me all the time, well, how long does it take to set this (laughs) thing up? And I always say, well, how many beers are you going to drink? You know, it just just depends. But I would say, you know, just give yourself some time that first time. I don't care, an hour and a half or whatever for a couple Mm. of guys. But somebody shot me a text. The other day, after buying a tent from us, and they set it up in their garage, and he said, 16 minute setup. Okay, but there's no spikes in his I'll sort of say, he's not <laughs> driving any spikes in the concrete <laughs> there, is So, you know, I i I usually figure two guys, 45 minutes without killing themselves, are easily going to set up a 14 by 16. Okay, great. Yeah, well,
1: Man, appreciate you spending an hour with us. Yeah, it's been awesome. Thank well, you. Look forward to spending some time together tonight here at our Colorado Bow Hunters Banquet. And uh, once again, the rmef chapter in castle rock tickets are for sale that banquet is april 30th so if you'd like tickets for that go to rmef.org click on events click on colorado and then the castle rock chapter there and you can get your tickets right there so we want to thank our guest today joy brown also wilmore court davistent.com also if you missed any of the show This show or any of the other shows, you can go to sportsmanofcolorado.com, click on podcast, and that is also brought to you by Davis 10. So hope everyone has a great rest of your weekend, and we will talk to you next week.